Welcome back, everybody, to the Identical Draw podcast. We've got a special guest on today's podcast. Um, but first, <clears throat> he's crazy. That, he's crazy about shits. Before that, we need, Spoiler to, <laughs> we need to talk about sponsor of this podcast, CVA. CVA, man, they are they are the mothership when it comes to muzzleloaders. And today, we actually walked the property that I killed my first ever muzzleloader buck with um, on. It's a with the CVA Paramount. I killed it in December, but we, we shed hunted it today, and we picked up a couple couple antlers. Um, so, but as far as CVA goes, man, they are top of line for a muzzleloader. How how far did you say you uh, killed him with an elk before? So my buddy's wife killed a bull this year at 340 yards with her with Paramount. my Paramount actually. And it was the first time she'd ever shot it, which, I mean, maybe don't advocate for that, but <laughs> we were just nervous the recoil was going to, you know, put her mm-hmm. off. Yeah. But she smoked it. I mean, perfect shot. Man, the thing's insane. They came out with a new one. It's a muzzle loader, And you can use, I'm not going to tell you the code, but we have a 30% off code on our new hunter website. And that might be a reason alone to jump. Ben's going to be like, get on his phone. Like, Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out if you want a little discount there. Um, they, they go through them like, those CVAs, like they'll be out of stock before you know it. So, I mean, it, it's a gun for new hunters and experienced. I mean, we had new hunters shoot them this year for whitetails, crushed them, and it was great. So, let's get to the pod. All right, here we are. Do you want to introduce our guest? Here's our guest. He's uh, He goes by Shed Crazy on Instagram. Ben, do you want to give a little spiel? Yeah, you bet. My name is Ben Dedamonte. Um, I usually... So that's how you say it. People make me pronounce my own last name, so I was anticipating that. But yeah, um, yeah I live in Utah, and I'm on a bit of a road trip right now, trying to pick up uh, some sheds, pick up some antlers. So Yeah, Ben <clears throat> hit us up. Um, and it was like, Hey, let's, let's scoop some sheds in Nebraska. And right away I was like, that could be, that could be difficult, but we, we should give it our best shot. And we kind of had two options, either go up to some Northeast ground that we have permission on, which we've, we've, we've snagged a few Yep. or, uh, stay around, around, uh, Lincoln. And that's what we did. Yeah. I think we should give a little backstory. So. We met you this summer at the first Light Hoot Nanny. Yep. And uh, <clears throat> Callahan called him Tony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That forever living. <laughs> Infamy. You're like, who, me? I was baffled. <laughs> I was like, who's, who's the guy? He's looking right at me. Tony. Yeah. He must be talking to me, right? It was funny. And then you guys called me Tony the rest of the weekend. Yeah, that was great. Um, but, yeah, known each other for a while through first line stuff. Yeah. kept in touch since. Yep. And, um yeah, I'm on a big rip. I'm trying to pick up a shed in all 50 states. Haven't really said that anywhere yet, so I don't know when this podcast is going live. Don't really Ooh, care. You can after the first episode. Spoiler so. alert if you want. doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to be the first guy to ever do that. And I don't know why I started in Nebraska, but as soon as I thought Just about did. Nebraska, I thought about these twin boys out here doing their thing. Yep. And we decided to go give her a little rip today. Yep. Yeah, we like really haven't like spent a lot of time shed hunting Nebraska. You know? No, not much at all. And how much have you tried how much how many hours of your life have you actually like put in effort trying to pick up a whitetail antler oh very few I, i've done a few dedicated hikes in texas 
mm-hmm. uh, a couple for coups. Um, but yeah, not, not very many. And it was like almost an afterthought in Texas. Like, Hey, let's go try to find some sheds cause they're abundant. And it was like, let's go pick some up. It wasn't so there. for our listeners who don't know, Ben, you need to go on Instagram, follow him, shed crazy and YouTube. Um, but like you pick up a lot of antlers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. kind of my gig. So what he's, he's really hurting with these shed closers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no content. So what, um, like what about a shed? Like, I mean, when did the, like the, the drive for it, like kick up where you're like, man, I need to make a brand about this. <laughs> well, the brand thing kind of happened by accident. Gotcha. I just started doing it a lot and like whatever I, people do, they put on social media and mm-hmm. it started kind of popping off. I got into it. Like the first time I went on a dedicated shed hunting trip, I was probably like 16 or 17 years old. Mm-hmm. Would have been like maybe 2001, 2002. And my brother-in-law was always still to this day as a shed killer, finds a bunch of horns. And uh, he took me with him and with his family. And we went back before there was really anybody doing it. And I think we picked up like 55 deer horns in an afternoon. And like, this is pretty cool. I could get into this. And then I kind of fell out of it. Like I started doing some other stuff with my buddies and we kind of got into like going to the lake and chasing girls and stuff. And yeah, sure. I think I hit like maybe my mid or early twenties and I just got into it like crazy again, just started thinking about it all the time and wanting to do it all the time. And my roommate was obsessed with it as well. So we would drive all night and we would just go to Nevada, pick a random hill, go hike, try to pick up elk antlers. Was yep. the thing. So That's right. ever since that time, like I just got... I have like a real addictive personality and I've been hung up on this one for a long time. Mm-hmm. I've been on the sheds hard for about 15 years now. So yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And the brand thing, like I just started putting it on Instagram and it was right when Instagram was getting going first had video and I made some stupid videos that, that did really well. Just jokey kind of stupid videos. And mm. now it's a job, I guess. I don't know. Like social media influencer is a thing now. Yeah. I just like to shed hunting. Yep. shit on the internet yep yeah so i mean you work with a bunch of brands to actually like do this for a living i mean it's your full-time thing yeah i started full-time like 2017 <clears throat> damn yeah nice sweet so like for for me like this is like primo we're at the apex of whitetail shed hunting right now like march 6th i'm like yeah it's shed hunting time um what is it for you like in Utah or in those Western States? Like what day in like scenario are you like, I need to go pick up some elk antlers? Uh, third week in March is mm-hmm. like when I really start getting the itch to go look for Browns and it's early for some places. And it's kind of like, it's kind of early for everywhere, but it seems we all, I don't know if it's true or not. We always seem to think that the elk, the big bulls drop sooner. So if you want to target the higher, yeah, and the more mature bulls, you got to get out there like middle of March and really get after them. Mm. But then with so many shed closures and so many things going on, like this, the States have kind of killed my anxiety to get in the Hills during the primo time. Now, like yep. it's hurry up and wait in a yep. lot of States. Right. So a lot of it depends on snowfall too. So what is that? Um, fill, fill the listeners in on the closures right now. So Anyone? Utah has one in place. That's kind of like temporary. Yep. I don't know if they'll try to make it permanent. They've done it in the past, and then the ne- the next year they repealed it. So it was only in it was I think it was twenty. I want to say twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. They had a closure in, mm. and then they got rid of it 
for a couple years. And then now this year, because of the snowfall, they put it back. Um, I have faith that it won't be a permanent thing going forward, but um, with so many states surrounding us putting in like legit seasons, I think yep. that it, there's a very good possibility that it's like this forever now. Mm-hmm. So even when I started hitting Nevada, there was no season. Mm-hmm. So we would try to be out there like peak dropping time, watching bulls as they shed, you know. Yep. But now May 1st in Nevada, so you're already dealing with rattlesnakes and 95 degree temperatures and yep. it sucks. Have you watched antlers fall off of bulls? Uh, I never have seen an elk shed. Um, I just, One time we saw a bull running in the tree line and come out like in a chaining on the other side without without its one side. Mm. Um, and then another time I saw a mule deer buck shed one side. Oh, he did? Yeah, I, I glassed him up. He was like pretty good buck. He's like maybe 2,000 yards away. I was looking at him in the spotting scope. And me and my buddy Micah were watching him as we were like getting ready to go hike. And then randomly I looked in the spotter and he only had one side. I'm like, I'm sure he had both sides when we first saw him. Mm-hmm. So I went over there immediately height clear up all the way on the mesa that he was on. And when I got to where he was, he jumped out of his bed and bounced one time and flopped off his other side. Oh, wow. So both sides were sitting right there. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> it was like a dream. <laughs> I like dreamed about seeing that thing so yeah. many times, but Insane. like almost didn't believe it. Any like video that pops around during this time of like what a, like a moose or an elk or deer shed, like mm-hmm. the actual shed falling off. Is well, what the, the moose, <laughs> Was it in Alaska that it shed in the person's front yard and the security cam got mm-hmm. it? That one, the ring pretty, doorbell one. Yeah. yeah, I saw that one. Then I saw the drone one. Did you yeah. see the drone? I saw one? the drone one. I was like, I don't. I mean, you obviously, I don't know. It seemed like you might have been spooking the moose, like with the drone. I don't. A little. I don't. I don't know. It's illegal. That's a, That's Utah. pretty. Pretty it's illegal. Yeah. yeah. Go fly it around wildlife. Yeah. I thought it was a little sus when in I saw ne- it in Nebraska. I'm pretty sure you can't, I mean, you can't scout with it, but I'm like, who knows you're scouting or not scouting? Yeah, it's it's weird. It's different places. Utah, everything is around take, right? Yeah. And then they have encompassed the word take to mean anything now. Mm-hmm. So it's like pretty broad definition. So to take is to watch wildlife in certain circumstances now. Mm. Really? Mm. All right. Well, yeah, so came to Nebraska and uh, we were going to go to where we have a bunch of turkey permission, but we were like, mm, that's a lot of drive time to get there. So I was like, let's, uh, it was double what we did today. Yeah. So we were like, let's uh, try to do something closer to home. We have one permission piece. That's a killer permission piece. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've killed turkeys on there. We've killed deer on there. Um, but I also called like, I probably talked to like 10 to 12 landowners called probably 15 or 16. Um, all knows. I thought, shed hunt. I, I thought if I would have called 15 I people, mean, I would have sh- gotten one. Yes. Like, yeah. cause you think a shed hunt permission is easier than a pretty hunt permission. Like I'm just gonna like literally I'll be on your property for an hour and then I'm and, and your hunt to your hunt. Yes to no ratio was what? Six out of a hundred. So, I mean, what is that? Yeah. Not good at math, but yeah, I mean like it's 18 like eighteen calls. Yeah, you would yes. think, you would think that, uh, yeah. But I was really surprised by the amount of uh, I've got a son or grandson that is going to do that. I'm like, really? You think that's true? Or I mean, you think it's just becoming? There are a couple of them. Couple of them were probably BS, but I think a lot of them were 
true. Like one lady started laughing at me. He's like, are you kidding me? Like all my grandkids are doing that. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I'll back off. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you should ask her if you could fight her grandkids for yeah. Me. Like, can we do a foot race or yep. something? Yeah, it got to the point where I was like, I was just going to ask them if they have kids or grandkids right out of the gate and just hang up. Yeah, because that's not weird to call somebody no. and be like, hey, do you have kids? <laughs> it's not weird at all. What about grandkids? All right, do they, buddy. Do, you like to, do they like to spend time outdoors? What time do they come around? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so uh, I didn't get any additional shadowing permission, um, but we went down to our old, old faithful and I was like, we got... I bet we could pick up one. We picked what me and uh, my brother Anthony picked up one. I'm holding it right now. Spring turkey hunting um, the year before. Not a lot to it. Not a lot to it. Basically a good main beam and a brow. Yeah. Pretty solid brow. Do you think he that's lost a lot of length there where he broke on his three? Or I guess that's his four. Let's just say a foot. Yeah. He had another. Yeah, he, he had some. So, um, yeah, so we were like, okay, they could be there. So um, that's where we started, and that's where we ended. Um, I mean, five minutes into the walk, got uh, antler number one. I was pumped after that. Yeah, that really got the blood flowing. It's always yeah. sweet when you get one right out of the truck. Yep. I'm holding it right now. It's a one, two, three, four point, probably a two-year-old whitetail. Um Ben asked me if I'd shoot this deer, and I I wouldn't shoot this deer. Um, he's that kind of deer, but I'm like, still, uh, any antler is going to antler. And it was basically, I just saw the the main beam, the two and the three. Um, was it obvious? It was, I mean, it was pretty obvious, but the leaves were covering a lot of it. So, I mean, it's been down for at least two or, two or three years, I bet. You guys have walked right past that, right? Yeah. yeah. Right on the tree line. Because we've walked that. Like, we haven't been shed hunting that. We've never, like, shed hunted that property. Right. But we've, like, I mean, we've walked down that edge for turkey hunting. Yep. Um, and then, I mean, we walked a long ways. Um, basically, the perimeter of this just, well, I mean, this chunk of permission is an ag field with um, basically, like, a, a finger of timber through it with a, with a stream, creek. Um, running through it a couple decent pockets on the edges. Um, but yeah, it's basically just walking around a giant bean field that's picked. I don't know what um, it is, but our, our canes antlers are always darker. They're always like, darker. this was a fresh one. Yeah. And we'll get to later. One yeah. that Ben scooped today is totally a fresh one this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We uh, just have dark antlers down there. Yeah, definitely. I wish I had the other sticker eight buck because man, that one's dark. But uh, anyways, yeah, we walked around the whole thing and we were like, man, we didn't pick up another one for a while. Yeah, uh, and the sign was really good. The sign I was mean, super good. We kept saying like, sign. and I was looking at several buck tracks. Um, yeah, my side was amazing rubs too. And scrapes. I told Tom I was like, we need to hunt this thing in November because we have deer permission. But we always just go another hour south onto the eighty. Um, but. We were like, I, I was, uh, I was you, a little when, surprised when you, you walked, picked up another one. When up you walk the good stuff, and you don't find them, part of you is like, little. I'm walking good. over them. Yeah, like I'm missing them. Yeah. That's that's where my mind goes right away. Yeah, they're buried or something. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So I mean, we got we got done with a lot of that, and we were like, eh, let's check out this one corner. 
Thomas was like, we should go check out that grass, which we've never we walked ninety percent of it. Yeah, at this point, we we've never uh, hunted over there, so like I'd never walked through that grass before. And so Thomas was going to walk basically the rest of it, and then Ben and I went to go walk this. I don't know, three four acre tops. Yeah, maybe two. It was small. Yeah, yeah. small of basically just grass, a few small trees in it. Started walking it and. Uh, Probably a quarter way, maybe halfway through it. Um, ben spotted one up. The first Nebraska antler. It's true. The first shed of the 50 states. L- literally right between us. Yeah, like I honestly, when I first saw it, I'm like, he's playing me. Like he's <laughs> he's playing dumb. He already saw it. That's why he's yeah. standing there. He's mm-hmm. waiting for me to find it. So the reason I didn't see it is because I was like, mm, I'm just going to glass. Like I just wanted a glass of bean field every once in a while because I'm yeah. like, they could just be out there in plain sight. I'm just missing mm-hmm. them. So I took that opportunity to just throw my binos up and look. And I hear you yell. I'm like, where? And I'm like, literally right in between us. If I would have looked left, it just stand. It was just right there on top. Not a bad antler either. No, I've noticed like long beam and then split brow. Like anything with a little bit of character is, is a winner in my book. I couldn't be this year or last year. I think last year. Pretty chewed but, up. I mean, it was, it was also right on top. I mean, Similar coloring. Yeah. I mean, when they're, they'll bleach up like fast, especially like you're, I mean, they, that thing's just getting baked out there. Yeah. I don't know. It could be this year. It could have been like a, like a early could February be. drop. Could have been. What does it have a wax? It doesn't have a wax ring, right? Mm-mm. I would bet that that is last year's antler, just the way that the bone looks. Cause it had a rough shed. That bull yeah. lost there. That buck yeah. lost a big chunk of his skull. Right. With, uh, with that antler. Yeah, so these these big ones out in Kansas, this dude he always had like, it was a deep break. It was always like somewhat yeah. clean, mm-hmm. but that's that's what radical. makes the big bucks. Yeah. yeah, that'll make him crazy. Yeah. Um. So you picked that one up, solid antler. We were jacked because you were like, boom, Nebraska's checked off. Yep. You found it, picked it up, and then I mean, within a minute, I spotted tines. It's like I don't know. Not that far away at all. Like and, 30 uh, yards. Yeah. Were you guys, like, filming this time, or, like, ben, was the GoPro working? I pushed record on it. I haven't gone back and reviewed. Yeah, like, some of them shut off for sure. Yeah. I took I, – I was filming for sure one video when he spotted another one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I spotted up that handler, heavier one. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty pretty solid. Yeah, pretty I think solid it was handler. that one because it did have – It was another rough, another rough break. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought it might be the other side yep. of mine, but then I realized it was the same side. And that one I was I was commenting on is like was right off a two track going into that bottom. I was like one more foot over that thing's run over. Um and then I mean within another minute for sure spotted up another one with a l- another long main beam. All these bucks have long main beams and just barely the main beam sticking out. I was just, meanwhile, I was just aimlessly walking around (laughs) this other chunk. And then I called Nate. He's like, yeah, we just found like four more. (laughs) Um, And then I'm filming. Let's see if I can pull the audio on this. I'm filming like we just like got into a pile of them. See if you can hear. We just went from one. (laughs) I don't know if you guys can hear that. Let's do it again. You can hear Ben say, there's one. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Good one. Um, 
So like literally I'm just filming like, man, I just picked up another one. Then Ben got on another one. So we went from one to five in about five minutes. Yeah. It was, we call those, those Easter egg moments. You know what yeah. I mean? Like when you're a kid and they finally let you in the backyard and yep. you see all the eggs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just run just around. Up. I think that was the best antler of the day for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely my favorite and like solid, solid antler to end yeah. on. I mean, heavy and I, I was wondering if it was a four-year-old, like, could be. I don't know if I For saw that. Deer, on, if I be. saw that on a deer's head walking through in the fall, I'd see, be like, we have a warped perception because we do. Like we, I don't know. Kansas, it's just different now. I'm just looking at pedicle size on that sucker. Yeah, I mean, he could be four for sure. Not out of the question at all. Just sitting right up on top. Just got a freaking sweet. I mean, he just has a lot of character to it. Like. I haven't picked up a white tail antler that looks like remotely like that. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. like the main beam swoop going on there. Very unique. And then split brow, big split on the brow. And then I also had another point off the back of the brow tine that broke there. So character though, everybody's like, Oh, white tails all look the same. Yep. Eight point frame. It's like, you look at this table in front of us right here, how different these bucks are. Yeah. yeah. Everything from like you were saying, the coloration. Yep. And then, you know, the rigidity of the lines, the ridges, the yeah. smoothness. Some of them are so rough, the texture. Yep. Like, you just got to appreciate the differences, man. Yeah. Got to love them. This, um, well, this year we picked up one that we already posted on social a little bit, Sticker 8. Um, his yeah, that shit's sweet. Left side, I think. And uh, it's so dark. It's almost like, like a dark brown gray. Darkest antler I've ever seen. And it was yep. in... It was in a shadow on our 80 in Kansas. And, like, I remember looking at it and be like, that is so dark. Like, do you remember why looking at it for yeah. the first time and being like, it almost takes a second. It's like in plain sight, but it's, like, hard to see because it's in a shadow. It's that dark. And uh, then you've got these that are this year's drop that are just white. Yeah. White. colored. Crazy. Yeah, they're pretty. My wife likes likes them for decorations. Yeah. White yeah. tail. Because the muley's, like... They do go with that pure white too sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. but it seems like before, I mean, it seems like they crack so fast too. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's pretty rare to get just like beautiful, perfect, hard white, no cracks. Yep. Yeah. That's, that was the shed hunt. We didn't have to go anywhere else. It was perfect. Yeah. We had some other public that we might dip into, but we spent our time there and it ended up working out. Yeah. It was really like. I mean, couldn't have asked for a better situation, especially for me just trying to, like, come through in a day and knock out a state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, tomorrow, back on the road to an, to another one. It was like... Yeah, so give us this spiel, what you're, what you're all knocking out this week. So the hope is uh, Iowa next. Uh, we have some public that we're going to hike. Um, be day after tomorrow, we'll be hiking in Iowa. And then uh, I'm going to head south to Missouri to meet up with the Heartland Bowhunter crew. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to hit a farm that is theirs that... I mean, I'm not going to hold my breath, but last year, I mean, they sent me a picture of their last year's shed hunt, so I'm, I have high hopes that we'll be able to pick you up You could some watch of some of that stuff on their YouTube, too. I don't know if you have, but, like, they just, <coughs> we've, yeah, we've been to that farm before, and they just, like, they've worked it so hard. I mean, they got, what, NDA manager of the year? Yeah, deer steward. Yeah, deer steward something. Yeah. I mean, you'll see stuff like this there. Yeah, I'm excited to see to see what we can pull out. And I'm yeah. that's such a good crew too. I like yep. the salt of the earth guys. I'm excited to go yep. to go hike with them and, and see what Missouri has to offer. And then after that, I'll loop home. I just got a DM from a buddy that said, 
if I come through Oklahoma on the way home that we can knock one out there too. So nice. Have Maybe to see dip how down the timeline there. is. We'll just see. But if I could check out, I mean, if I go home with three states done, the trip was a total success. Mm-hmm. If I end up with four or five, then it's just like we're nice. rolling now. Yeah. How many do you want done this shed season? Um, if I, I'm going to do them as fast as I can. So yeah. if by the end of shed season I can be, you know, I don't know, I guess. Can you Sooner be better? Can you be over halfway? I hope so. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. You, I bet. Yeah, I hope so. And then I hopefully will kind of have a better handle on some that are going to be tough and, and maybe like be strategizing how to, mm-hmm. how to do those ones. So it's just going to be figuring out a lot of white tails. I mean, I think I, I knew that it was going to be mostly whitetail, um, but I kind of want to try to prioritize, like, if there's a state that has another species, mm-hmm. then I'll try to get that, like, a Maine moose maybe or maybe, like, a Sika deer in Maryland or something. We'll see. Yeah. See what we can. Sika or Sika? Sika, I think. Sika. Yeah. Is the Ch- Chesapeake well, Bay area? Yeah, and seriously, uh, if you need to, I don't know if you're going to try to sneak into Kansas this trip, but we have picked them up on public um, for sure in that state. Yeah, and that's a definitely a possibility, too. Like, I'm not sure. I guess I need to look at what my day looks like tomorrow because I do have a little downtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe maybe tomorrow that would work. So yep. it's just I just want to knock out as many as I can um, and just keep rolling and see, you know. And it's cool, too, to have a trip like this where I get to, like, hang out and mm-hmm. kind of experience the culture of shed hunting in a different place. And yep. it's fun to get back tonight and, and do dinner with you guys and see your families and it's like how you interact and stuff. It's cool to get to know people on that level. And, yep. And it, um, it's cool. I think shed hunting has a, a more culture than people kind of like talk about or know about. Yep. And, uh, it, it's a, it's, a, I mean, I'm kind of torn between telling people how awesome it is and wanting yeah. to do it for myself. Just like, is yeah. always the dilemma, but yeah, it's, it really is a lot of fun. I mean, with us, it, it's the one trip where our entire family goes down and spends time in the 80 mm-hmm. together. We don't do that during nobody the comes season. to us. Nobody does that at all during spring Turkey or the rut. Cause it's intense, right? You yeah. and I are freaking scent controlled and we're hunting all day. Yeah, and it's all business. But dude, I mean, when March comes around, the family's loading up in the van, everybody's Ridge, the kids. I mean, our sister who is anti hunting, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Katie, uh, you're not that anti hunting. Um, I mean, they're just picking up she's antlers. Not, just she's fun. not anti-hunting at all. It's just fun. Like it is like an Easter egg hunt. Like there are antlers out there. You know, yeah. you don't know where they're at, but it's just yeah. It's a, it's it's freaking. And when you see that thing just sitting on top, it's like Whoa. Mm. Special, that's what I was telling man. you. Is like looking at that antler sitting on top of the grass <laughs> is hard to beat. That it is. It's tough, and it's uh, it's a feeling that you don't really get until you like intentionally shed hunt. Cause yeah. I found a lot of antlers before, you know, mm-hmm. just like hunting. I'm like, Oh cool. A shed mm-hmm. when you actually target it and try and then actually succeed at it. It's, yep. it's a rush. Yep. And I you have days about it still. Yeah. And you have days where it's like, you can walk a long freaking ways and not find anything. And then you just a couple minutes go by and you're scooping them up. Good. Yep. That's, that's what makes it freaking fun. Did you find anything else when you're burning sheds? We blocks? found uh two, oh, we found a spike buck. Literally, the sheds like on top of each other. Oh, nice! Like, set. how yeah. does that deer shed right there? Yeah, like I almost think like he had to be sparring a buck and just popped him. Yeah, popped him off because I'm like, is he like is he in his bed? That's not like a bedding area really, and just like shaking him off, or is he just like rubbing up? There There's was like, like a tree no in the weight area. with those either. No that's the thing. That's why I'm like he had to have been sparring with somebody and just <laughs> knocked them both off. I have a brown spike set mule deer sheds that are like 
Yep. That are freaking sweet. I was like, I was trying to see what they were because we found a decent antler last year's burn. And we only burned like, what, how many, did we burn five acres? Yeah. I was like, what are those, what are those things over there? And they were just like golden from getting singed in the mm. fire. But Sizzled. Yeah. I mean, we've still, I mean, we've still got Kansas walking to do on that ground. Like we haven't done our, our family walk. We were going to do it this next weekend, but weather's kind of not great. Not yeah. great. So we're going to try to figure it out. But how many sheds a year do you guys pull off of that place? We've historically pulled 11 or 12 every year. Yeah. 80 acres. I mean, yeah, it's small. Yeah. Well, comparatively small. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think how, how many acres do we walk today? Uh, that piece has got to be big, right? So 160? Is that a 160 or is that big? Beast. Could be bigger than that. The whole thing? I would have thought it was way bigger than that. Could be way bigger than that. But I don't I was know. like, I don't know if that's a section is it, or is what. Is it a 320? Could be. So, yeah, I mean, you think the density of the habitat is different. I mean, we uh, that that thing's fully timbered, um, our ground. Yeah. Compared to yeah, and that's it. I mean, if you were to pop up on that hill on the other side, like, oh, like yeah. we were saying today, that I guarantee there's a bunch of antlers up there. Yeah. Those deer seek that cover. Yeah, that's where, I mean, they just, I was telling you, they just come off that, off that hill like crazy. That's Have you guys that. ever talked to that property owner? Yeah, they're, they're pretty into 250. It. Yeah, 250. It's only 250? Yeah. It feels big. Maybe just because mm. it's so open. Yeah. I would love to have 250 acres anywhere. Yep. So after like all the antlers you've picked up, is there anything like a whitetail antler like, specifically jacks you up about or you're just like or or like what i mean they're they're just different yeah yeah i mean it, to me it's like something i, I mean it, if i pick up another you know like small mule deer shed it's cool but i don't it's like i've, yeah. I've only picked up maybe 10 or 15 whitetail antlers mm. so to pick up a handful of the, it's still just new and exciting and then like yeah. obviously the goal that i have to to knock out a state you know, finding one that means like, sweet, the state's done. We can move on. That's the excitement for me. That's the way to go in it now. I mean, uh, elk antlers are just the ultimate rush. Mm-hmm. They're super valuable for one. And then also just the fact that like, they're so big. Yeah. It's just, I love them. Yeah. I don't, I can't say I've ever, we've never found a brown elk antler. Mm-hmm. We've found um, a, we found a good chalk yeah. in Colorado. Big six point. But yeah. Brown elk sheds are just like, there's something else. The Lord sheds. Yeah. I really believe that. A little bit bigger than all these, but (laughs) yeah, it's just everything in its element. You know, everything's cool. Like I get it. There's guys out there picking coos antlers that love it. Mm -hmm. A little tiny and giant coos antler might be like, yeah, I mean a lot smaller. I mean, this buck you picked up first today would be giant coos buck. So yeah. I mean, you're in the Ben, like this, trip you're going on now like you'll probably pick the biggest white tail sheds of your whole whole spiel potentially with you i mean you're knocking out the the kings like especially if you hit kansas like yeah iowa missouri on the hb place like maybe oklahoma sean Luckdell from hb handed me the first big shed i've ever felt in my life yeah when we were down there talking with them a few years <coughs> back he was like he handed us a buck that he was chasing peterbilt i think it was mm. i'm like that's a big sucker. Yeah. I've never felt anything like that in my yeah. life. I'm like, now I'm like, we've picked up some, some hogs on management. Like, management shows up in mass. Yeah. Like in my opinion, just like heavy. Yeah. yeah. Density. 
Like I wish he, I wish he could be holding like the big eight that we that we pulled last year. That antler is like you looking at it, and like you kind of expect like a weight, but when you pick that thing up, you're like, that just doesn't like add up. The density yeah. of this sucker is like, I'm sure that's with elk too. Like you're like somewhat surprised oh, yeah. by certain antlers. Yeah, it makes them cooler to me to be able to hold them like separate from the animal. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like I love that. Like uh, we have a set of elk sheds that my uncle picked up that they're uh, it's a 409 inch bull. Ooh. And Holy uh, cow. his heavy side is uh, 17, 17.9. And it's, uh, it's unbelievable. Like it's yeah. the heaviest. I think it's the heaviest free range elk shed I've ever held. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Mm. It's That's insane. Can you like give a good guess? Like when you pick up a shed, like how much it weighs? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, deer sheds, I'm not as, as accurate with, but elk horns for sure. Yeah. I can grab them. I can hold them by the G1 and then I can tell you within, usually I can be within half a pound usually. Mm skill it's just i used to sell them all the time buy them all the time and i'm always guessing then putting them on the scale guess put on the scale just to see oh you'd buy you buy and sell a lot mm-hmm. yeah i started buying that was one of the ways that like when i quit my job that i was able to yeah to do this is i would just travel around and buy for a, a dude out of utah mm-hmm. and uh it you, was fun i assume you listen to the meat eater podcast with the, like that king pen episode no i boycotted it oh really why I'm like screw you guys should have put me on that episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, do you, I, do you know I, that guy? I really didn't listen to it, but mm-hmm. I haven't. I haven't heard it, but I saw some posts and stuff about it. But yeah. I think um, is he is he out of the PNW somewhere like the? West I don't Coast? know. It seemed like he he was very vague about everything, obviously oh, really? yeah, location wise. But I don't know. It seemed like you he, he liked the I don't know just the Western Colorado, Utah, Idaho. Yep. I don't know. He was in that. Hmm. Was he was he a buyer or was he a hunter? He, shed hunter. No, he was he was like a buyer Mainly, seller. Yeah, buy yeah. Mainly buying because we worked, I know, for a while with a guy who was out of Seattle that was an exporter Mm -hmm. and that was kind of like running. I don't know, I'm sure it wasn't the same guy, but I know there's dudes that just like handle the the buy and sell of like most of the stuff that goes overseas. But with dog shoes now, so much of it stays in the U.S. Yeah, really, dude. His business, it like the way he was describing it it almost seemed like he was like selling drugs. Like, it was like it's like like on the DL and like yeah. he like tries to hide where he's staying and stuff. And so oh, you do. Like, yeah. You kind of have to, man. I remember yeah. playing that game a little bit. Like, um, you take a significant amount of cash with you, you know, when you go to buy Yeah. and most people don't want to check, they want cash money. So like there was times where I have 30, 30 or $40,000 in cash mm. in my truck and just be cruising around and like meeting <laughs> people in parking lots. Like that's the whole thing. Yeah. You know, like I remember going to some pretty sketchy places to buy antler, um, like little teeny nothing towns in the middle of nowhere. Like mm-hmm. hope, hope nothing happens. Mm-hmm. You got it. I, I would always have it in a lockbox chained to the bottom of my seat <laughs> in my truck yeah. and under lock and key. And I'd never try to take, I try to gauge how much antler I thought they had mm. and only ever have, you know, similar amount of money in my pocket. When Dang I went dude, you've been through it. So it was always, that's cool. But I never, what had, was I your mean, sketchiest situation you've been in? You know, just uh, a couple like, that were unrelated to shed hunters. Like I never felt like it seems like when I got in those transactions, it was other shed hunters and they were mostly cool. Yeah. Um, I had one dude that said I shorted him money one time when, um, I was, oh, I didn't, it was a disagreement that we had. Like, uh, he called me back afterwards said, Oh, you underpaid me, you underpaid me. You're supposed to give me more cash. And I ended up just giving the guy the money cause I didn't want to, I mean, it was like 60 bucks or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, um, I had one where, one night I had a load of antler in the back of my truck stacked just like in an arch all the way. And then I had my, um, I had my 
uh, enclosed trailer full of antlers. So between all of it, probably like $30,000 worth of antler. And there's no way to secure the truck bed, right? right? I just had it strapped in with tie downs. So I stepped, I parked it at a hotel and I was in New Mexico and it was like really like kind of a seedy part of the state. Yeah. And uh, I parked it under my hotel room so I could look out and see if anything happened. Slept with the curtains open. I was nervous checking out the whole night. And I wake up and it's like maybe uh, four in the morning and I can hear just like sounds like antlers just clanging around, <laughs> smacking around and stuff. And Dude, you're taking them. Yeah. So I went running out the door because I was sure they were unloading antler out of the back of my truck. And there was a dude chopping wood in the parking lot of this hotel. Oh, no way. <laughs> like, I thought he was, I thought he was stealing my antlers. But so you didn't even look out the window. No, I just, <laughs> and the dude was cutting wood. The, so the howdy. Yeah. You still had to yell at somebody though. So you just yelled at yeah, him I'm to like, stop hey. cutting wood. <laughs> Quiet. Yeah. He was splitting some logs. I had some like that, like just stayed in some real dive. That's kind of, that's, that's a risky situation there, Ben. Just Maybe leaving, nervous. leaving the antlers in the back of the, well, we've done, I mean, yeah, no back we, of our truck. If you ever see our truck, our silver F-150 at a hotel, you just need to just rob. I mean, that back, it doesn't lock. <laughs> Open that thing up. There's thousands of yeah. gear back, thousands of dollars of gear. Like, we stayed at some place where we are like, we do understand that when we come out here in the morning, this will be emptied out. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, Yeti, the Yeti's gone. We try to put yeah. things in the cab, in the cab, but still. Yeah. My buddy got robbed this year in Montana. Had a bull. His Dude, bull was it killed. Billings? Oh, wait, yeah. I, I saw you post yeah. about it. Yeah. Dude, Billings got, they got freaking rough patched. Yeah, up. they've been cleaned out, cleaning out a bunch of people, hunters especially. So are they Are they finding any of these bulls? They got the bull back. They didn't oh, they get did. any, of the, any of the gear. They had, like, stole a bow and a gear bag. Did they find the guy? No, it was, like, some somebody had, it was a lady that sold it to an antler buyer, and it was chopped off the skull oh, plate. Really? Like, she cut it like sheds and tried to sell it as sheds. And then she wouldn't, when they, I guess, questioned her, it never really went anywhere. But um, they got his bull back at least. So he just pin, pinned it for a mount. But. Yep. Well, that's good at least. Yeah. Dang. Pretty wild though. Well, sweet. I'm glad we can make it work. Yeah. yeah it was great to spend some more time with you. And Yeah, it was fun. I appreciate you guys putting this together and making yeah. it easy on me. I just literally rolled in. Wow. It's yeah. uh it's nice to talk about industry drama with somebody who understands it. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. But uh yeah, well, this isn't gonna be our last shot, hunt. We gotta do some more. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I'd definitely be down. I mean I got a pile of states to hit too, so mm-hmm. I mean one of them would make sense. You guys yep. be welcome to just come hang out and yeah, yeah. Get no a doubt. taste. Kansas would always be cool too. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. So let's make her happen. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Anything else, Tom? Yeah, check Ben out. I shed crazy and Instagram, yeah, YouTube. Else? Are those? Are you on TikTok? Um, <sighs> screw that platform. Yeah, totally. I, I have I have one, but I haven't posted anything there for like two a year and a half or something. Yeah, I just delete it off my phone. I only re-download it when I want to watch li- illegal live streams of UFC fights. <laughs> That's all I use it for. It's the way to go. So TikTok's dangerous. Yeah, it's TikTok's a problem. Worst. Chinese is trying to make us dumb. Dude, I agree. That's why I deleted it. Yeah. Well, on that note, <laughs> um, good luck with the other 49 states. Thank you. Send us some pics of Missouri. I yeah. Pick up off of those. Yeah. That farm. For sure. I'll, I need to text Sean and be like, what the hell, man? Give me the invite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I mean, he's a good dude, man. Yeah. Those guys are awesome. Yeah. Great guys. Sweet. All right. All right. Wrap it up. Bye.